The All In Podcast Show, episode number nine, with your host, Daniel Giordano. The All In Podcast Show is home to the top entrepreneurs, innovators, and world changers sharing their breakthrough moments and how they are changing the world. We will bring mentors into your world who can help you find balance and build a bold life of excellence. With your host, Daniel Giordano. Get off the sidelines. Get all in. And join us at www.allinpodcast.com. All right, I want to welcome everyone to the All In Podcast Show. And uh, today I am fired up to share a story and a uh, person with you that has a rad- you know, has had a radical uh, impact um, on my life, my family's life, and many people around the world. I'm just uh, blessed to be able to share this space with her and, and being able to uh, get a message out there for you to be able to uh, hear this today as you're listening to this, really apply some of the things that are going to come out of this in your life. And I'm, I'm just so honored to be able to share with you Kimberly Zink from Clemmer and Associates. So Kimberly, I want to welcome you to the podcast today. Well, thank you, Dan. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And I really like to always start with, you know, really, um, allowing people to get to know you and, uh, you know, share a little bit about your story from whatever point in your life of where you feel it's appropriate to share. Well, you know, um, I came to Clemmer Associates, not the most open and easy way, I would say. I actually was diagnosed with a terminal illness, given less than about a year to live. I had a pseudo brain tumor behind my right orbit. I was down for about two and a half years of my life. And to say that I was waiting to die uh, is an understatement. At the time, I was single with three kids, and and I had a lot of family support and, and friendship and things like that. But I, I've got to be honest, I was at a point in my life where I was ready, I was ready to go. I didn't feel that I was useful to society, uh, my family, and, and to be honest, to myself. And um, I was blessed to in a, be introduced to a natural product and that, uh, albeit five specialists couldn't, couldn't seem to figure out what was going on, this natural product happened to give my body what it needed, and my life literally began to turn around. And, uh, you know, I was, I was really blessed to have some amazing people in my life at that time. And um, a young lady came to me who was actually hosting a champion's workshop, which is Clemmer Associates' first level of introduction. And her statement to me, Dan, was was heartfelt. She said, Kimberly, now that it looks like you're going to live, would you like to have a life? And at that moment in time, that was so far outside of, of what I had seen as possible for so many years that I absolutely took her up on that opportunity. And I attended a three-hour workshop with a gentleman named Brian Clemmer, uh, the original founder and creator of Clemmer & Associates. And he told me a lot of amazing things, Dan, that night. I had my family there. I had friends there. I had coworkers, um, other people in the network marketing organization. And I listened to him. And at first... I think as most people do, it sounded really, really good. And anything that sounded that good couldn't be true. But luckily, at a deeper level, I was said to myself, what if? What if what this gentleman is talking about, these tools, these opportunities, what if? 
And I can honestly say that was the beginning of a 13-year journey for myself where I went from being a, a student, sitting at the, the feet of masters, uh, to working my way up to being a actually a co-owner of Clemmer Associates after our founder passed. Uh, so it, it's been an amazing journey. So what drives you to to continue this journey? You know, I get asked that often, especially as, as a very powerful female uh, in, the, in corporate America. I have four children from the ages of 24 to 4. And people ask me pretty much on a regular basis, Kimberly, why do you get, why do you get up? Why do you get on those planes? Why do you fly to, you know, all over the United States, all over Canada, Sweden, China? And every time I, I get to answer that question, I get to say, because every time I'm around people that are in the industry of getting better, of growth, of living outside the smaller box that they thought they were supposed to live in, I get to be better. I get to see miracles in the making. I get to see families transformed, fathers become daddies, um, you know, stay-at-home moms become businesswomen and have a family and have an amazing marriage. I get to see the youth. I have a huge heart for our youth program. And I get to see kids that without these tools would would not have the life they were designed for. And I don't know that there's a better reason to get up and go to work than to get to see God's miracles right here, right now, um, through people who want to create them. Hmm. I mean, that's uh, that's that's an awesome obviously mission. Um, and, and, you know, I believe in you so much and believe in what you guys are doing. And it's had such a radical transformation in my life that obviously I even entrusted my kids, you know, the two oldest to you this past summer, which uh, was an awesome experience for them. So I think I know the answer to this, obviously hearing it from you, you know, who's the, the person in your life that's influenced you the most? You know, it might seem that because I have been blessed with so many amazing mentors to say just one of them almost seems uh, out of integrity. I've mm -hmm. had the likes of uh, Brian Clemmer for, you know, for almost 10 years, uh, Diane Beintroff, you know, um, a gentleman named Patrick. Um, I've had, you know, one of my biggest influences um, was my mother truth be told. Um, and I probably think one of the people that has inspired me the most to continue in this work has uh, has been both my husband and, and my business partner, Crystal uh, Zelmer. So I've been blessed to have many, many inspiring mentors uh, from the likes of, of multimillionaires uh, to people who have been in the network marketing organization, corporate America, uh, family America, I've I've really had it all and I've I've learned to be a student. I've learned that I can learn from anybody, uh, whether they're teaching me the things that are going to move me forward or they're teaching me the things that may hold me back. Um, Brian was an interesting mentor to have uh, for multiple reasons. Um, I've never met a man uh, that walked this planet that was so much 
about changing the mindset um, of the planet and truly creating a win-win. Was he perfect? No. Um, did he do everything how society would have him do it? No. But that's what made him great. Brian had this great saying that the the more crazy people think you are, the more they think you don't know, um, the less they feel like uh, they have a level of control over you, the more you can get done uh, because they just give you room to, to spread your wings. And he's taught me that at a gut level um, and a head level. And so I would say that that in, at this point in my life, he's been a huge, huge gift to me. Uh, Jim Stovall, who uh, many people may know as the creator of Television for the Blind, um, he is has been a, a, a tremendous mentor in my life as well. Uh, he's taught me about business. He's taught me about possibility. He's taught me about uh, humanity, humility, uh, purpose. And so, like I said, I've been blessed by some of the world's best. Hmm. So I, I, I kind of knew that, that, you know, it's, it's very hard for us to narrow down one person, um, you know, uh, when, when we're especially uh, moldable and coachable and willing to learn. Um, and you've been around so many great people that have uh, had a massive impact in your life. So, um, so. You know, now I want to dive into, uh, you know, some challenges. I know you shared a little bit about your health challenge earlier, um, but, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges you've had in your life? You know, um, I, I tell stories about things that I've been able to overcome. You know, I've had some opportunities to grow, Dan, and not necessarily ones that were more impactful or more um, moving than other people. I have been through um, sexual abuse. I've been through rape. I've been through illness. I've been through an abusive uh, relationship. You know, we. I've had mommy daddy issues. I am your all around American girl, <laughs> um, and I and I hate to say it that way, and yet. The reason I feel that I'm truly able to say it that way is that the incident in and of itself isn't where the power lies, in my opinion. The opportunity truly lies in what I do with those events. What do I do when that situation is done and complete? What do I do to help move myself forward, even though I've been through some interesting opportunities? You know, I feel that pain is pain and each and every one of us have have an opportunity to experience pain at different levels. And our character shows up is and what we do once we've experienced that pain. And do we use that pain to keep us stuck and and in the past and, and small? Or do we utilize that same pain to motivate us to move forward, to find solution? to help other people be able to use that same tragic experience as a testimony. And albeit I haven't always been the fastest at this, I know this has always been the ultimate goal for me, is to take the opportunities that I've been given, albeit painful, many of them, to turn them into opportunities to help children, just like you know the ones that you blessed me with your own children this summer. Uh, to be able to show them that, yes, bad things happen in life, 
you know, my motto at teen class and at Clemmer and Associates is very clear. I'm not here to prepare the world for my students. I'm here to prepare my students for whatever the world gives them. Because then we're making true compassionate samurai. Nothing will be based in circumstance. It'll be based in hardcore beliefs and programming and commitments. Hmm. So in your journey through, you know, working through your past and, and the challenges that you faced, um, Obviously, the work you do today has drastically, you know, changed your perception and you know, the past is still there. Some of the hurtful things that may have happened in your life. But, you know, what are um, some of the things you do on a daily basis that could help people that are listening to this that, that help you deal with moving forward each day? Well, I will tell you, um, I have a toolbox that that I was I started collecting tools in. And upgrading those tools over the last 13 years that I've been associated with Climber and Associates. Um, but I'm also a student of the world. Um, there's rarely a seminar that comes by my path that I don't attend. Um, when I say tools, being able to take facts and meanings and actually turn those meanings into meanings that are going to serve me is one of the main tools that I use on a daily basis. Um, Dan, you know, one of the, the things that I work with uh, is also, uh, you know, a, a word that many people, I don't even know that they understand it, much less can actually apply it, but it's called surrender, surrendering to what is and not necessarily being stuck with what is, but accepting what is so that you can do something with that. That was truly one of the tools that Brian blessed me with in my life. Um, you know, I use a, a process called EFT, um, which is an emotional freedom technique. Uh, I believe in, in holistic um, opportunities to help heal the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual body. Um, I am, as a born-again Christian, prayer is one of my number one opportunities to reset. Uh, meditation is something that I participate in on a regular basis. Um, and and for me, one of the, the most healthy things is I reach out to the people that are closest to me, um, whether we call it mastermind calls or literally getting together to support one another. I feel that that's probably one of my most powerful tools in staying grounded, staying motivated in the work, uh, to keep that passion and that spark alive. Those are some of the things that help me um, after those long weekends, after those 30-hour uh, flights, you know, getting back into the swing of family and coming home and, and having those same responsibilities. Those are some of the tools that I use personally to, to keep me in the game, to keep me motivated, and to keep me moving forward with people. Hmm. So, I mean, obviously, you're still continuing to grow. Um, you, know, you shared that you're attending different events and, and uh, you have mentors in your life. So, I mean, it's just awesome to see that, you know, um, you know uh, how... Um, you know, as you grow, obviously leading the, the organization that you have to lead, um, you know, uh, you're continuing to pour into yourself. 
um, which is really important, um, obviously. Um, so uh, how would you define success? This is an interesting question. Um, I really, I believe that you've caught me at a very interesting time in my life. Uh, there have been years in my life or months in my life where I would have said success is being able to pay the bills. Uh, because I do come from a background where being on my own at 16, I know what it looks like to walk to the store uh, from my apartment complex, just praying that there would be enough change that I could find a buying formula. So I've mm. been on on one extreme, um, but I'm also at a point in my life as well that I'm able to to pay for education for my children and and uh, gift my family with with things that that we want to do and enjoy and times and memory making at this point. So, you know, there have been times in my life that I would have said paying the bills was truly success. Um, I could say that there were times in my life that uh, through my health challenges, uh, that being able to get out of bed was success. Uh, there have been times where due to short-term memory loss and and some complications uh, physically that remembering my name or where I lived, I would have been able to call success. And today, you know, there's so many beautiful elements of my life, uh, whether it's getting to work with the, the Clemmer and Associates team in-house, uh, whether it's getting to work with the youth, that's that's success for me because I've had such a heart for youth. Um, and I, I can honestly say today, success for me is having a relationship with a, with a higher power, with with my uh, version of God. Um, it may not be everybody's, but as a Christian, it's mine. Um, and to find the beauty in every day, even those days that I just I. I can't see it till 1149 at night. I'm still looking. And I, I feel like today in my life, success is being able to find that part of the day, knowing that when the world's throwing, you know, two by fours your way, that you can still find something. Today, that's where I'm at. And you know what, Dan, if you call me next week, I may have a new one. So keep me on your list. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I think a lot of times in life, you know, uh, especially um, when we have, you know, whether it's a financial success or, you know, you have a strong family unit or, or whatever it is from the outside, people look at us um, and, you know, they don't realize all the work that goes into it and the time we, you know, the, pay, the price that we pay to to be able to do those things. Um, so, um, you know, to see that, you, you know, you, you're striving to push through and there's challenges still. Um, uh, I know there probably was a point in my life where there was, um, you know, where there was a perception for me of, you know, well, now that I'm a Christian or now that, that uh, I've had success and I've reached a certain level of what I thought was success in my mind, that there weren't going to be any challenges anymore, um, and only to find out there were going to be bigger ones. Uh, so, uh, um, <laughs> Um, but I think the the world tends to look at it, you know, or majority of people sometimes look at it from the perspective of, well, you know, must be nice, you know, to have that or or um, or to, you know, be where they're at, but they're not willing to pay the price for it. And, and then even then, when we look at I look at it from my perspective of how 
they're you know they're 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 still new challenges you know at every level there's a new devil type that type of thing well and i agree um, with you my, one of my mentors used to tell me all the time everybody wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to die and hmm. uh you know it it very much falls into that level of success people want success but are they willing to do um what it takes to actually accumulate that whatever version it is for them right Right, that's good. So, in um, uh, you know, obviously, you shared a few low points in your life, um, and obviously, we've—I'm sure you've had more than a couple. Um, you know, what do you believe is the lowest point in your life that you, you just kind of hit rock bottom, and and you you weren't sure what the next step was in your life? Well, um, that's. That's a deeper question um, that has so many different elements to it. I, I think that if I could just label it or, or label one thing with, that was probably the lowest part of my life. You know, as a child, I went through um, 12 years of sexual abuse and uh, ended up in a, in a really ugly, violent uh, situation around being raped. And um, I ended up... Uh, keeping that pattern of, of instability alive uh, by marrying a, a very abusive man. Um, all of those things in and of itself uh, have been very traumatic. They've played out in my life in lots of different ways. They've uh, hurt relationships. They've um, helped helped me doubt myself as a, as a woman, as, as a good person, is lots of different things. I can honestly say those things um, were tragic, and yet I, I truly believe the moment that I can remember uh, choosing to say that it was time to die was probably the lowest point in my life. Um, I can remember um, looking over uh, outside of my bed after being in my bed for two and a half years and not being able to really move from my kitchen to the bedroom or back uh, physically. Um, my my youngest was about three years old, give or take. And when I couldn't remember his name anymore, and I was scared that they were around because I didn't understand anymore. The few times in my life during that part that I had some real clarity, I realized how much I felt that I was hurting the people that loved me most by being here and um, wanting, wanting to do my family a favor by not being here so that they weren't having to deal with me as a burden. Uh, I, I can honestly say that was one of the lowest parts of my life to know that I had nothing to give back um, and that I didn't feel that I was offering them anything but pain. And as a parent, as a woman, as a human being, that's that's not a fun place to lay. It's just not. Right. So at at what point were you know did you recognize that that things obviously you know once your health started getting better, um, you know you obviously recognize some things there, but um, when did it really turn around for you, or you you uh, you know started to move in the right direction? You know, um, on on a health level, um, again, I, I was introduced to this natural product, and I started to 
um, get the ability to walk around again, um, to cognitively process again. Um, I still struggle with those things. I still have memory lapses and I still, you know, have opportunities to continue growth physically. I can honestly say the physical, uh, the physical health began that journey and I would never um, be here if it hadn't turned around that way. Um, but I can honestly say the deepest transformation occurred uh, when I realized that I could also have freedom from the mental anguish that I lived through, uh, you know, coming from a, a set of sunglasses and several, several sets of belief systems that, you know, if, if abuse and neglect and, and violence and, and illness is going to happen to one person at some level, you got to deserve something like that. You must not be a good person is what I made up. And I'll honestly say the moment that I realized that that had nothing to do with anything, that it was that it was a deeper mindset that kept those things alive in me, that that gave them the meaning that held me back. Um, I can honestly say the second level of Clemmer and Associates uh, called the Advanced Leadership Seminar is where I I went from the walking dead to the thriving and it, it hasn't stopped. Not that I haven't made lots of mistakes and had ups and downs. And, you know, I've used the tools incorrectly multiple times, uh, you know, and I've gotten better at better at them. Um, and I can honestly say that man who told me all these great stories when I first met him and I doubted him. Uh, luckily, I said, what if? Um, because the tools that they offered uh, were my what if. And uh, I'm on fire today because of the what if. Well, so, I mean, obviously this all ties together with, um, you know, the, the theme of this about being all in and everything you do. So what is your, you know, how would you define your purpose or calling? You know, um, I'll tell you that the moment that I feel that my purpose or my calling um, was actually downloaded, I was a single mother, uh, three kids alone, um, just coming out of, of the major part of my illness. And um, I felt that it was truly downloaded. Um, uh, what came through, which, of course, as a good Christian, I argued with God about. Um, he said, you were to be a loving uh, mother. And up until that point, that's the last thing that I felt that I had been able to do. Uh, due to health and and being such a young mother at 16, 17, 18 years old, um, to be a um, a good wife. Uh, again, at that point, I had looked at men as if that was not something I needed to dive into until after the kids were over and and they had found their lives and I had been a good mother. Uh, but the main part um, that I feel that I've lived in every single day since that time is to communicate with the world heart to heart. And if I do say so myself, I believe that that was a gifting that God gave me um, in that moment in time because I didn't know how otherwise. Uh, but to be able to look into the eyes of, of a man, woman, or child and understand the pain, understand that there's another side, and understand that there's a bridge that if they're willing to build it, 
um, along with support, help, and guidance uh, that you can get to the, the life you were designed to have. And that in and of itself is my purpose, is to help people cross that bridge uh, because it doesn't have to look the way that it does presently. And even if right now it looks great, I promise you there's more to be had. You were designed for great things. Great stuff. That was awesome. Um, you know, as we wind down here, uh, uh, you want to share uh, a favorite quote that you may have? I know you probably have hundreds of them. You know, I you know I want to always stick with with something that Brian would say, and I can and I can you know list those off. But if you're asking me at a heart level, honestly, Dan, um, Marianne Williamson uh, struck a chord with me when I was probably. I don't know, much younger, 16, 17, 18 years old. And one of the things that she has said that I have repeated in my heart over and over and over again that gets me through the day many times um, is that it's, it's my light, not my darkness, that frightens me most. And to remember that on those dark days, the fear, yeah, it's there. Um, but my light is in there as well. And what what am I going to do to bring more of that light tomorrow? Yes, I'll face fear, and that's what courage is for. You know, yes, I'll, I'll have intrepidation, and that's what persistence is for. You know, yes, I'll be doubted, you know, and yet that's what tenacity is for. Um, it's it's not the darkness. It's the light. and uh, And that's what I'm committed to sharing, even through all the fear. Awesome. So um, as we close out here, uh, how do guests find out more about you and and uh, your work? Well, first and foremost, we have Clemmer and Associates website. That's Clemmer, K-L-E-M-M-E-R dot com. Uh, you can get lots of information there. You can find me on Facebook at Coach Kimberly Zink, Z-I-N-K. Uh, you can find lots of great stuff. We have Clemmer and Associates all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of your social media sites. Um, and, you know, uh, reach out Kimberly at Clemmer.com. I would love to answer any questions that you might have. We have an 800 number if you would like to call the office and just check about what kind of programs we have to offer, who. Uh, we also have a nonprofit organization um, that is in support of our work uh, that we can help reach people that may otherwise not be reachable at this point in time. We have a teen program, um, and then we have our basics for adults. We also have our, our, our young people program from five, ages 5 to 12. And so what I want you to know most is Clemmer is committed to your success we're committed to your family's success, individual success, your business success. And we're here to do that in such a way that it's creating a win-win for everybody involved. That's awesome. So th thank you very much, Kimberly, for uh, taking this time today and, and sharing with our listeners. And, and uh, I greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you, Dan, for uh, giving me this opportunity to reach out and share a little bit more about what we're up to and and if anybody has any questions, do not hesitate to contact us. We'd love to support you. And thank you, Dan. For more information on the links and resources recommended in this show, 
please visit allinpodcast.com.